What's up, everybody? You are listening to The Huddle. It's The Huddle. And we're back with another episode. If you're listening to this episode, you should be excited because it means you made it to another, the end of another week. It's Friday. Man. It's Friday. What y'all doing this weekend? I'm chilling. I'll tell you that much. You chilling? <laughs> you chill, brother. Yeah, I am yeah, yeah. working. Got a lot of stuff going on, man, this weekend. Um, I'm back at the church talking to that local oh, that's ministry. Right. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, guys, tickets are on sale for Deception. Tickets are on sale. Listen, this is the last time, at least I think, it is the <laughs> last time that we're doing Deception mm-hmm. for a long time. When I tell you a long time, we're packing it up to the point that when we bring it back, which is God knows when, it won't look the same. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. So um, if you are interested in coming to see Deception, Get your tickets. We're offering it for two nights, which will be October 15th and October the 17th. Tickets can be purchased at www.kingdomovercastles.com. Be sure to select the date that you wish to attend carefully. There's a graphic that says Friday, and then there's another graphic that says Sunday show. Um, Friday night is red. Sunday night is white. So make sure that you are careful when you select your dates. Mm -hmm. But we are excited, man. Excited to come back, spread a message of hope. What's been going on in your life, though, bro? Man, um, speaking of, now nah, I don't want to. I'm not gonna say anything about deception, so scratch that. But um, I'm chilling this weekend because last weekend was so busy for me. Um, I had my wedding reception party uh, last weekend, and um, so my wife and I celebrated our wedding with our friends and our family. Uh, L.A., um, your Kingdom Over House was the huddle host was there and full effect he got to fun. be stage manager and host at that so that was fun to watch and to be a part of and it was it was nice to kind of kick my feet back um in that department at least so that's what was going on with me yeah bro that's that was that was pretty fun that was such an experience i texted you like a few days afterwards or the next day i don't know but it was mm-hmm. such a wild experience that you ever experienced something that like you know, it's, you know it's a great experience when you do it, but then you kind of have to like step away for a minute and you realize like, wow, we just did that. Like that was mm-hmm. so much fun. And I want to give a shout out to Abe, man. Abe oh, flew yes. in the night before like 11 p.m. And we worked and then, you know, we, we worked on the wedding stuff and then we actually came back mm-hmm. at the end of the night. Uh, or I'm sorry, not at the end of the night, but at the next day. And we um, went back to work and it was just so dope. First of all, to see Abe again was amazing. Secondly, to be able to work with Abe, and in mm-hmm. though in that moment, I realized like we are just God has given us a gift and a grace to like work together. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. amazing how quick we just fell back into that mode to just mm-hmm. you know get something done. And it was also cool to like be able to tell Austin to chill out and have a <laughs> seat and relax and like you know no bro we got it we got it because it's normally the other way around and so Mm -hmm. it was just phenomenal man you and Brenna looked amazing Um, thank you man major shout out to the Willis's um thank you for letting us be a part of that day absolutely man it was it was very very special I'm glad that we did it because we weren't going to do it originally and uh and so that was that was a thing but um the more we started to plan and the closer we got to that day uh the more I think the more excited I got to do it and then especially when Abe came and we yeah. all got to like brainstorm on how to put stuff together. Yeah. Um, it made me even more excited. And to be honest with you, man, I enjoyed the planning process. That was That's probably good. my favorite part. Like just 
you me and abe as uh you know with all the other people that helped um coming together and working hard and, and completing like just the planning stuff yeah i mean that what that really blessed me because i like i don't say structure but i do like structure but yeah. i like teamwork and i like camaraderie and i like when people can work together in a way that um you know nobody is doing too much mm-hmm. and nobody is is super stressed but everybody's doing um you know an equal amount of work but enjoying it and and also all sitting back at what you guys did yeah and like just being like man we did that like that was yeah that yeah was yeah that made me feel good it kind of was like i don't know it just it fed my soul something that i always crave i think i mm-hmm. i i mean obviously y'all know that there's a part of me that just enjoys anything tied to the arts um mm-hmm. and i also like the element of surprise i was super nervous to like host and talk to the people <laughs> Um, because you just don't you know a wedding is something or a wedding party is something that people remember forever mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and like although we're all close i don't take it lightly to do something like that so you know you want to make sure that it's right mm-hmm. and that it is something that even outside of that day you can look back and be proud of so absolutely it all turned out to be an amazing time um got to see some familiar faces um man and i still yeah. be rocking the sunglasses they're actually in there on the, oh, on the seat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope man yeah. that's an insider y'all had to be there yeah you had to be there you had to be there but it was <laughs> it was a pretty dope experience man yeah so. yeah um uh, but other than that man i just recently found out that september is spinal cord injury awareness month i saw you post that so what i didn't get yeah. a chance to like look at it so pretty much what that is is like it's just a month um that people take time to learn more about spinal cord injuries uh you maybe take some time to donate to a foundation that helps people with spinal cord injuries and um and just really even encouraging that community of people because i think that community of people is larger than we think um we think that people with spinal cord injuries are like a dime a dozen but i think you know since i've been working with that community of people that it's a lot more common than um we notice or even think of uh but it changes someone's life forever right wow like so many people that i work with uh were walking running doing you know a number of different things doing stuff on the water um doing a bunch of things that they enjoyed in one wrong move <laughs> one wrong movement um changed their life forever Jeez. because their spinal cord got injured and um and it just goes to show just you know how quickly our lives can change um but really like how vital our spinal cord in its alignment is mm-hmm. you know i'm not going to preach a, a spiritual message about alignment but um but it does go to show just how like one wrong thing can can transform your whole body your whole lifestyle and so uh just with that um september is spinal cord injury awareness month and um if you're listening to this take some time to uh learn a little bit more about what that looks like if you see somebody you know in a wheelchair and they have a spinal cord injury take some time to encourage them let them know that um you know they're a survivor you know i mean they're still a human too they're still strong it's one of the strongest communities of people i know yeah it's funny um i remember just listening to you say how one wrong move can mess up things when i was in sixth grade um one of my friends that i used to go to church with ended up coming to our school Mm -hmm. and um i remember he complained that he had fell down the stairs at his grandmother's house Mm -hmm. Um, and we were in sixth grade 
And um, then we were in gym class one day And I remember um, we had to like run laps and stuff And he kind of was limping And the coach mm-hmm. just being a coach You know it was tough It was like you know run laps and make him, Making him run laps or whatever And he was like I, I'm in pain coach I can't And it was just like you know run laps run laps Run laps pretty hard on him mm-hmm. um, You know just doing the typical coach thing And um, he ended up not feeling well And he missed a few days of school Then a few days turned into a week And mm-hmm. then it turned into a month Wow and we got the news that my friend was paralyzed. Oh, my goodness. And he, he had to leave the school because, you know, our school was not built for we did not have handicap accessible things. there, like an elevator and stuff. Mm-hmm. He had to go upstairs and things. And so in the sixth grade, I remember we had a party at his house. And I remember my dad took me and three of my other friends, two of my other friends mm-hmm. to the party um, when he got out of the hospital. And he was in a wheelchair paralyzed from the waist down. From the waist down paralyzed And wow. he still is to this day And I was in 6th grade And I will never forget Just how horrible that was mm. And I remember the coach feeling so guilty Like mm-hmm. And I mean it wasn't his fault You know You just you didn't know what you don't know mm-hmm. And he was doing what a typical coach would do But he You know It wasn't like he went paralyzed Because of the running right. He had fallen down the stairs And it just affected him mm. And I remember he would like Fall asleep in class It was he, he had changed After he talked about Falling down the stairs It was strange mm. And like hallucinated a little bit And it was sad Because I remember When we were um, Growing up You know At church People would run around Large church Whatever People mm. play outside And he started sitting on the sidelines mm. And um, so I When we would play tag I remember I would run And like push his wheelchair like we would yeah. all Just to kind of keep him included man And mm. so that's that is um, I'm going to do some research on that and look into that and See what that's Absolutely. all about because I, I definitely have Personal experience mm. With that and I never forgot um, Watching my friend go through that mm. Never forgot that so Yeah man it, it truly uh, it truly is something that many of us are fortunate we haven't had to to go through. Um, but, you know, I, w- I want to speak to that community today, bro. Yeah. Um, and even a community of believers that may feel um, paralyzed spiritually or stagnant spiritually. And I just want to tell you one thing. You're too close to quit. Mm. Too close to quit. lump in my throat guys i do i have a serious lump in my throat like i want to cry bro it, i mean i don't want to make you <laughs> make you cry but, i don't know why i'm like this <laughs> um but man i mean it, it's i think that's something we all need to hear bro is just that you're you're too close to quit and um man I, i've been so encouraged by that community because life knocked them knocked them down pretty low yeah. um to a place that many of us have never been where we would need others to care for us to live. Um, but each of the people that I work with, they're coming to the gym now, which means they're doing more than just surviving more than just living day to day, but they're doing stuff that they enjoy. They're pushing their limits. Right. And they began fighting back, um, and fighting for things that maybe, um, their situation told them, um, you know, they couldn't have anymore. 
Yeah. They, they began fighting for their joy, fighting for their peace, uh, fighting for their happiness, and even fighting for their health in a different way that at one time mm-hmm. seemed, you know, so far out there that mm-hmm. you'd never be able to work out again. You'd never be able to do this, that, and the other again. But so many of these people, man, are still defying the odds and saying, I might not be able to do it like I used to, but I'm going to do it with what I have right now. Right. And, um, and that's very inspiring to me. Very inspiring to me. Yeah, that's that's um <laughs> that speaks to just I think everybody in this season. Um when you when you text me that topic, I like it just punched me. It was a gut punch. <laughs> it was, man. I'm just like, dang, this is this is a timely word for for even me. Mm-hmm. You know, um definitely not quitting anything, but just I think the what makes this so real is just like the too close part. You know, sometimes we can tell people like, you know, don't quit. You can't quit. Can't give up, which is true. Mm-hmm. But when you factor in the fact that you're too close to quit means that you have already been on this journey and committed for such a time. Mm-hmm. And and like the goal is closer than you think. Mm. And that is that gives me enough strength to like say, OK, let's power through. It's kind of like when you're working out, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And um, if you're like bench pressing or something and it's like that last push you gotta like dig your heels in Mm -hmm. and like it's hard and your arms are like shaking or whatever but just to to know that you're so close to your goal Mm -hmm. sometimes is just enough it gives you just enough strength to keep going if that makes sense absolutely bro um i love i love galatians 6 9 um and and that was really the only verse that i could think of to to talk about during this podcast um but it's followed me man for for so long and i love it simply because um it talks about not giving up right but it talks about why you shouldn't give up and and i'll just read it to so i can explain it further but it says so let's not get tired of doing what is good Mm -hmm. at just the right time we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up um i love it so much because it talks about a specific time like a time of breakthrough if you will a time Jeez. of that thing coming to pass, whatever that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing about it is there is a time. And it's saying don't give up because at just the perfect time, it's going to come to pass if you keep going. Right. And I think how, like there's this picture that many of you may have seen on social media about these two people digging. Um, and there's like a diamond, there's there's a uh a diamond like on the other side of this pile of dirt right and there was a guy and there was like maybe two or three more swings of the axe with a shovel and he would have been at the diamond but it showed him turning back and it showed another person like who kept digging and they were about to find their treasure and it just spoke to me because like if you just given it one more two more shots he would have finally reached you know what he was looking for right and um just to think that like to do all that work to quit right there mm. and miss out on that thing um it, it just it's so sad to me yeah um yeah and uh and i think you know to to tie it in spiritually man i, I want to talk to somebody who has struggled somewhere in your life spiritually um, maybe you struggle with like spending time with God. Maybe you struggled with like hearing from the Lord. Maybe you struggled with having faith for that thing. 
uh, or maybe you've just struggled with like trying to forgive or whatever it is. Um, spiritually, I know that there's a lot of people that can feel tired. Like Galatians says, like it says, don't grow tired in doing good. And anytime that you're in alignment with the Lord, anytime that you're pursuing the things of God, you're pursuing holiness, um, you're doing what is good. Mm. Yet the Bible tells us to not get tired of doing that. Why was why would the Bible tell us to do that if it wasn't hard? Like the Bible wouldn't tell us, hey, don't get tired of eating because that I mean, we love to do that. Right. <laughs> but but true. but doing good, doing the things of God, pursuing the things of God, uh, pursuing like all that he's called you to in this life is hard. And it's something that will tempt you to quit from time to time. Yeah. But the writer of Galatians tells us that. Um, if we don't quit, we'll reap a harvest of blessing at the right time. Yeah, and and I think, man, that's just so, um, so important to like remember that it's not in vain. The things that we do for God aren't in vain. The things that um we pursue in this life that we feel God has put on our hearts aren't in vain, but they're seeds that are sown. Um but they're also seeds that will produce a harvest at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. If you don't give up, you keep pursuing the things that God has told you to pursue. I just, I just really feel it on my heart to tell you that there is a harvest, a blessing tied to that thing. And you just have to stay in the fight. You have to stay um, committed, even if you have to crawl because God has a blessing with your name on it. And this isn't a prosperity gospel, but it's just the simple truth. That's really good. That's really good. You can come on in. You're good. That's really good. Um, I, you know, I think that we're in such um, a season of, and it's not just me, like I I see it around where um, people are, we have a lot of like winded believers, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, because the race is just so intense that you can almost feel like winded Mm-hmm. And you can almost feel like, God, like when is this over? Like mm-hmm. it's it's every day, you know, you're having to fight through something mm-hmm. or like um, push through something or endure something. And you can get really winded, especially in this season mm-hmm. where like, you know, the world obviously is going crazy. There's this mm-hmm. constant drive for division mm-hmm. and like you're constantly trying to not only feed yourself spiritually or minister to yourself spiritually, but mm-hmm. You're also still trying to be a light to other people. Mm. And, and I mean, like, there's just so much that's going on that you can feel, like, really um, drained and tired. And I remember Stephen Furtick, um, he taught a message recently. I, I, if I had thought about this, I would have actually pulled the clip up to play it. It was that mm. good. Um, but he was saying, you know, basically, you, like you're saying, you should not quit on the thing that God gave you. Mm-hmm. But what he was saying is sometimes we have to, and I've, I found myself having to do this, mm-hmm. this or last month rather, um, re-strategize how mm-hmm. we go about yeah. um, accomplishing the will of God for our lives or mm-hmm. how we go about being obedient. Like, you know, sometimes you have to really re-strategize. You know, Absolutely. maybe I can't do it this way anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm quitting. I'm just trying to navigate mm-hmm. a new way of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. And and to even tie back in um, the the people who suffer from spinal cord injuries, um, the the people in that community had something happen in their life 
that they could not change. Right. And so they had no other choice but to adjust. Right. Like they're okay. So I dealt with an injury um, that that didn't paralyze me, but did change you know my my quality of life for a time. Right. So I broke my leg and I had to be helped uh, from place to place for a certain time, and I had to use crutches. And it got to the point where I I got so down because I couldn't do the things I used to do how I used to do them that I that I honestly battled with suicide. Um, and there were times, even in my rehabilitation process, that I thought it was so hard trying to get back to where I was. I thought it'd be easier to just be gone. Oh, man. And, and, and I told my mom, I remember telling my mom one day, because there, there was a day everything was going wrong. I had my leg sitting out and somebody had tripped over my leg and I didn't have my pain meds for the day and my leg was hurting and I was failing a class in that same class. And um, and I just gotten told that like it was an it was my first AP A and P class, and I was trying to prove that I was smart, but you know, it w- it just went downhill, and it was just a lot, all at the same time it seemed, and I couldn't do a lot to help myself. I, the time was the only thing that could heal in that situation, and um, I remember calling my mom, and I and I don't rem- I don't remember calling my mom, but she tells me that I called her, and I simply told her I said I want to go home. She's like, well, I thought y'all were at home. And I told her, I said, no, I want to go home. And um, I was like telling her that I wanted to like be with Jesus. I wanted to die. And um, and she was just telling me like, God has a plan for you. He's not done with you yet. You just keep holding on and um, and everything's going to be all right. And in those moments, like the pain was so, um, so heavy on me that I couldn't realize like what God could have for me in that moment right but she had to simply remind me that i was too close to quit and that god was going to use everything that i'd been through to really help some other people and to really let his <laughs> sorry y'all <laughs> brenda's in the back eating y'all but, uh... what up, brenda? <laughs> this is but, uncut uh, as it gets y'all yeah, know how it is, it is. On the but uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean th- that was a moment where i, I felt like it was easier to just to quit and to be done and to pronounce death over my own life than to continue how I was doing things because I just I didn't like how I had to adjust yeah that that's hard and a lot of us are not maybe not there physically but just having to adjust the way we live our lives I heard Mm -hmm. someone saying, you know, and everybody has their own opinions. You know, some people don't like the phrase, the new normal or some people. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is, though. Yeah, it is. This is not how we were are accustomed to living our life. You are not used to people still with a mask or still without a mask. Like Mm -hmm. everything has shifted. And so it it makes you have to go back and go, Okay, well. How do we move forward because it can't we can the same strategies that we used to have mm-hmm. won't work in this new season mm. it just will not and like i think anybody in like any leadership form or anything that you're doing you don't even have to be a leader to really get this but mm-hmm. you know it's it's tempting to quit when you have to re-strategize how you go about things yeah or we have to slow down or when you used to be able to do this by yourself and now you can't you know mm-hmm. um it forces you to change Absolutely, man. You know, I think I think about people 
who invented things like the light bulb and invented things like even peanut butter or whatever other uh inventions that came out there they talk about how many trials they had to go through some of them thousands of trials imagine them like like quitting on the 999th trial right wow and the 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 thousandth one was the one that changed history forever wow and and it ties into what you're saying because a lot of times like it's not that everything you were doing was wrong it was just one thing you had to do different. They talk yeah. about that. Oh, I yeah. just flipped this on that side and then it came to pass or whatever. Yeah. And, I, and I I mean, I just like how, like what you're saying because sometimes all it takes is an adjustment. Like, yeah. I'm gonna tell you this too. So today, this is a good example. We we had broke this machine at, well, sorry, Terry, if you listen to this, we didn't break the machine. It's fixed now. That's Anyways, crazy. But, uh, <laughs> Did you just confess? That's crazy. Well, we didn't break it. I, I didn't break it. I wasn't there. Um, but... There was a machine that was was kind of messed up, and there was a guy he was trying to fix it, and there was it ended up being three of us over there trying to fix it. We did a number of different things trying to figure out what was off, you know, what was out of alignment, and there wasn't a time that like we were about to quit, but I think we were really really close to being like ah well we can't fix it. We'll just have to pay somebody else to come in here and fix it or whatever. But I remember this was today. I remember offering one other suggestion i was like well maybe it goes on this thing let's try it and so we tried it that last time and it worked and it was fixed and it was done um and i was just like man i'm so glad that we didn't like quit and get so frustrated in our our failures at the beginning Mm -hmm. that we just stopped all together and said this is too big for us this is too hard um it's not worth pursuing or trying anymore but instead, we said, well, let's try this. And yes. it ended up working. That's very, very true. Y'all know arts ministry, we're going to relate it to stage. That is almost every scene that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always constantly like, ah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like that. I'm trying, not, I'm trying to talk in code here mm-hmm. without saying things. But, you know, this reminds me of actually one of my favorite stories in the Bible, in the book of Nehemiah, when... Um, he's going and he's rebuilding the wall and um, there's a part where I'm just paraphrasing but it's a good story you guys should really read it Um, the enemies came and at first they were pretending to help Nehemiah but they really were enemies and somebody oh excuse me was trying to like prophesy and say all these things whatever and it got to the point where like the they were watching them rebuild this wall with weapons to like try and kill them they were trying Mm. to kill nehemiah and everybody who was helping nehemiah build Mm. and so nehemiah put this order out and was just like okay well instead of us working with both of our hands building the wall they had a weapon in one hand to defend themselves Mm -hmm. and with the free hand they were building it and so you can imagine that slows production down Mm -hmm. because first of all if you ever go from doing something with both hands to one hand it takes your muscle memory time to catch on like okay Mm -hmm all the weight is shifted to just this side you know and but that's another that's a change in strategy and it's not Mm -hmm. that nehemiah quit and was like okay we're under attack it was just like we have to re um we or we reorganize and regroup how Mm -hmm. we're going to go about building this wall because Mm -hmm. quitting isn't an option Mm -hmm. because they too were too close to quit the work had already begun Mm -hmm. and so now now nehemiah is like okay well we're not going to stop We're just going to have to rearrange how we go about doing it. And I feel Mm. like there's a lot of and that's where a lot of people it can be tempting to quit because 
the work of the Lord is already hard. But like now when there's a lot of us spiritually doing things with one hand and that's how you can feel winded, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said earlier in our faith or in our assignments or in like relationships or something. I just feel like in this season, a lot of us are winded Mm -hmm. because the trauma that we've experienced in the Mm -hmm. past year and a half, two years, um, the the ups and downs. I mean, one minute we're celebrating a vaccine. Next minute, we're finding out that this doesn't work. Next minute, we're arguing over who is and who's not vaccinated. It's just so much that. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's trying to keep the faith or trying to be positive, you can feel like, okay, well, what's the purpose? Mm -hmm. You know, and then you can almost live with this what's next feeling. You know how you Mm -hmm. can live a paranoid life where you're Mm -hmm. like, it's too quiet. What's next? Mm -hmm. And that all of that encompassing together makes you want to quit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I want to say this, too, not to discourage anyone, but just to simply speak truth. Uh, I've heard it put this way that that we're all responsible for what we've heard, um, especially when it when it comes to the things of God um, and specifically the revelation of God. And um, one thing that has I don't want to say even encouraged because it necessarily wasn't encouraging, but uh, but kept me from quitting um, on God was my knowledge of him. Um, Like. I knew too much about God to quit on him regardless of like how hard my situation was regardless of like how I felt in the moment I knew that if I quit on God in whatever moment that was I would be responsible for every single thing I knew about God um and I only I want to say that for you know maybe the people who have been doing uh, or walking with the Lord for some time um and things just got super tough in your life. Um, we're all responsible for what we know about God. And just because we quit doesn't mean that all the things God did in our lives are erased too. Those are still going to be there. And I believe that there are times where God is going to ask, like, what about that? Did you remember that? Um, like, did you did you choose to remember that before you decided to? quit and 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 like i said not to discourage anyone but simply to um to not fall into deception that that's what i'm getting into because really quitting on god is is deception and the enemy is the one that deceives us into believing the lies that god can't use us that god um called us into something that uh is of no value of no worth uh, that God, you Jeez. know, this, that, and the other, that is deceit. And so God is is wanting us all to just think about how far we've come along with him, you know, and, and just how close we are to the fruit that is inevitable in our lives if we stick with him in, in a certain area of our, of our, of our lives. Because I just know with all the yeah. craziness, bro, the devil is, he wants nothing more than for people to quit on God and to take the easy route of the world yep to take the easy route of your feelings and how really just your comfort yeah yeah and and i mean all of that is true i want to ask a question here that i think we both can dissect how do you know that you're close like if we're telling people like you know you're too close to quit what are some indicators Mm -hmm. that you're too close for me and it, it sounds cliche but for me, I know when things are things are always crazy. 
But when things get like too crazy, I'm like, okay, well, this must be, po- mm-hmm. this must be powerful. Like I'm in a season right now where things have been too crazy, and I'm like, ha. Huh. So we're right up on the verge of, like actually being able to change somebody's life or something mm-hmm. because the fight just gets turned up. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just like earlier when I was talking about working out. You can do however many reps, but right, it's like your brain knows that I mm-hmm. said 15 reps. Right around 12, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to die. But it's always like the it intensifies right mm-hmm. close to your finish line. And that's one of the ways that I know, like, oh, this is how I know I'm too close to quit because if it's this crazy... That means breakthroughs right here. Mm-hmm. I think when doubt creeps in, I think when doubt creeps in and fear creeps in, that's how you know you're close. Um, and I think about Jesus and how like everybody was rocking with Jesus when he multiplied the fish and he was healing the sick and he was raising up the dead. But the moment he got close to like really changing some things and going to the cross, that's when doubt came and fear came and everybody wanted to run like they didn't they weren't faith filled in the, in those moments when he was like the closest to changing the world forever they, they were doing the opposite of what you of what we would like to believe we would have done if we were in their shoes yeah but we do it still today when we get really close to like stepping into the things that God has called us to do and like really changing some things we all want to run we all want to quit like the temptation to quit is is heavy yeah it's heavy man that that's my thing when when you start hearing doubts and like should we even be doing this what was this for like was it all worth it that's how you know you're close that's really good i hope that this is helping somebody because it's helping me <laughs> i to say me too yeah this, this is really good i mean doubt is definitely an indicator you want to know what else is an indicator when god starts removing things around you Mm. Because anytime that you're about to go to another level, let me tell you something. Everywhere the bus stops, someone has to get off. Mm-hmm. Everywhere the bus stops, someone has to get off. The bus doesn't stop just to stop. It mm-hmm. stops because someone that, it, and they don't have to be a bad person or it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Um, but when God starts removing stuff, it's an indicator that you're going to another level that where a you might not need the thing that you once had or b the thing that you have currently can't operate in that space mm-hmm. and so god starts to remove things it's like okay well you know there's like this pruning season that's happening mm-hmm. i think I, that is one of the indicators that oh you're on the brink of something mm-hmm. and i've learned and sometimes have to remind myself of the lesson that i learned not to go chasing after something that God removed Mm -hmm. because you don't know what's up ahead. We think we do, but God knows what's up ahead. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember before the pandemic happened, there were some things that, you know, I was trying to do that didn't work out that normally would work out. And Mm -hmm. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why is this not happening? And the pandemic hit. And I was just like, Oh, so we serve a God that's up, that's up the road already. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and just, so when you ever, whenever you start, seeing and noticing how God and I'm going to say God Mm -hmm. because we live in a culture where people are like canceling things and cutting people off and honestly when you walk with the Lord you don't have to do that like like culture says you have to no um no so yeah when when the Lord starts removing stuff that's how you know that you're close Mm -hmm. absolutely I can't really think of um 
of anything else, man. I think there's, I think those three things have so much packed in them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would just tie fear to doubt. Yeah, because um, doubting, you know, sometimes to doubt something is something that you're currently doing or thinking about. Mm-hmm. But when fear comes and you're like paralyzed to make a move, that's like an indicator. Oh, you're really close because mm-hmm. we. Okay, listen. I, I, I teach this to um, new actors all the time. Um, the Bible tells us that the, that God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when people preach that, they beat Christians or people over the head for being afraid. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, so why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? Mm-hmm. Okay, the Bible says that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but life can give you fear. Mm-hmm. Okay, a cancer diagnosis can give you fear, mm-hmm. and we know that things can give us fear because mm-hmm. look at the Bible, look at Joshua, and if you read the beginning of the book of Joshua, the Lord said, "Be not afraid." Be like constantly was saying, "Be not afraid, for mm-hmm. I am with you." Be not afraid. So I believe that God knows that there are things in life that can cause us to be fearful. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I try to tell people who are new to doing something in front of people is that the fear you feel is not your fear. Mm-hmm. The enemy cast his fear onto us mm-hmm. because God doesn't give us that. Mm-hmm. So he can give you his fear because I believe whenever you're doing something powerful for God, or even if you're making just progress in your personal life, the enemy can give you his fear because he's like, Oh, well, if you ever, did rise to this occasion like if you ever did become the parent that god called you to be or if you ever Mm -hmm. did like become the business person that the lord called you to be or or if you ever did get your life together like god is calling you to then i lose so -hmm. let me give you my fear Mm -hmm. so that if i give you my fear it will paralyze you and you won't go forward Mm. and it's like um when you have that that revelation it changes things because you're like it helps you to progress forward with the fear because you you know now you can say well this isn't mine anyway mm-hmm. so the way to give it back to the enemy is to keep going mm-hmm. like anytime i'm about to minister i'm always a nervous wreck but the moment i step up to do what i'm called to do it mm-hmm. goes away because i'm like oh this wasn't my fear right it was the enemies mm-hmm. it's kind of like that last minute scream like no 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 like he just does <laughs> and then you do it and then it's like ah see it's back on him uh-huh so yeah yeah that's, that's good man I've heard it put this way too um, that, that it's completely natural To feel scared To feel afraid But yeah. not to be afraid yeah. Because when you be you, you take that Identity Identity upon yourself Yes And so like I got to the point like I did this last night Where so I legit bro I like I said my prayer out loud To God and it was one of the realest prayers I've ever prayed. And I told him everything that I was feeling. I said, I feel afraid that I'm not going to be this. I feel afraid yeah, that I'll yeah. never do this. I feel afraid that I'm going to be stuck in this forever. You know, and I just, I, I put it all out there and I finished it with, but I know mm. that you're with me. My God. And I know that this, that, and the other, My like God. that you promised me in your word. And, um, and it just, it puts everything out on the table and it, and it just weighs like, everything because as long as it stays inside of you and you wrestle with that Mm -hmm. feeling of whatever yeah you'll never really see it for what it is matched up to the glory of god and the power of god jesus but like when you when your mouth speaks like those things about your life and then you speak truth out of your mouth as well something just clicks and you're like 
the statements about God are so much greater yep. than what I even just said. So yep. why am I giving that so much weight in my life? Yep. Yep. And I might not be where I want to be right now, but God, as long as you're with me, I know I've got to be close. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so good. I love that because that's a, that is that is important. I feel fear, but I am not afraid. I feel afraid mm-hmm. because I am called. Like I am anointed. I am appointed. I am loved by Christ. Like mm-hmm. you know, I am the righteousness of God. And when you understand that, you it's easy to separate yourself from the fear that you feel, mm. and you give it back to back to the enemy. And you know, Absolutely. you know how people have that saying that I don't necessarily agree with, but I get it. You know, the whole fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm. I don't even know if fear is false evidence because there's some stuff that is real in the natural. Absolutely. That can't combat with the spiritual life, but it's real. Mm-hmm. Like you can really have cancer. No, absolutely. But like, you can really be healed at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think about the Israelites. Like, yes, there is a sea right here and there are Egyptians behind us. So yeah. what's up? I mean, look at the disciples. <laughs> right. We are in a storm. This is not false evidence. This, I, the water just splashed me in my nose, bro. <laughs> like, that's real. That's not fake. It's real. Uh, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's how I feel. Um, did you? Man, that's, that's all I got, man. I feel like we. Yeah. Listen, guys, just... this is a good topic. I'm going to have to come back and listen to it tomorrow. I'm pretty sure. Um, but as you know, we would not be the huddle if we did not leave you guys with strategy. So mm-hmm. strategy for the first part is always pray. Number one is always pray. Ask God to really um, ask God to, to, to equip you with the grace mm-hmm. to keep going. Mm-hmm. I wrote something a long time ago. It's still on the website on kingdomofcastle.com. It's called A Finishing Grace. Um, and you know, a lot of us can start stuff as believers and we can be excited, you know, when we give our life to Christ or when we do something because, you know, the music is good in church mm-hmm. and just feels good. But when Monday morning comes around, maybe you're still good by Thursday, mm-hmm. Thursday, like two Oh three, <laughs> you start uh-huh. being like, ah, man. And so we need to pray and ask God to give us a finishing grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I would say, um, Remember how far you've come. Just take inventory of just how far you've come and, and where you really are. I think sometimes when we get tired, we can discredit all the things that God has used us to do thus far and throw it all away. But when you really look back at how far God has brought you, you'll see that, man, I'm a lot farther than I ever thought I would be a year ago or two years ago or five years ago. And, um, And that can serve to encourage you to continue to trust the Lord. Because at one time in your life, another time in your life, you may have felt the same way. And look at where you are now. Yeah. My last uh, bit of strategy would be remember your why. Mm. Remember your why. I'm, you know... I hope that by now listening to us, you guys journal, we talk so much about journaling and writing out your prayers. Mm -hmm. There've been so many times I've got to go back to old notebooks and really read Mm -hmm. what I'm doing right now. If that makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know, read how I, how the Lord gave me an idea and now I'm applying the idea. And when it gets hard and when you want to quit, you go back and you read it and you remember your why, when you remember your why I feel like it um, eradicates most of the feelings of quitting mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i can be as stressed out as i want to be working on this production but when i get downtown and i see people lift their hands and give their life to christ or just really are inspired or blessed by the message that we do mm-hmm. that just 
completely eradicates all feelings of stress mm. and anxiety and fear, whatever else, you know. So go back and remember your why. Absolutely. Go back and remember your why. The last thing I would say, bro, is um, I lost my train of thought here. But I do want to, this isn't necessarily strategy, but I want to tie this to what I said on in, in uh, the second point. Um, in 2018, I was studying to be a personal trainer like I am now. Same certification, same exam, same all of it. 2018 we're in 2021 now um a bunch of different things happened i didn't end up taking the certification for different reasons for three years just about and every time i was presented with an opportunity to quit there were so many times that i said you know i haven't thought about this in two years all the all the knowledge is gone you know what i mean and there were so many opportunities for me to quit and there was one last opportunity i had in um 2021 to take this exam and i said man i'm gonna just do it this one time and if i fail then whatever all that to say i took the certification i got certified passed it and now i'm having a conversation about the clients that i'm working with that tied into this podcast Wow. Um, simply because in, in the face of wanting to quit, in the face of feeling like it was useless, but whatever, I'm going to try one more time. Jesus. Now I get to stand in what Galatians 6, 9 talks about the harvest of blessing because I didn't give up when I really wanted to. So I just wanted to add that to um, to to that second point. And um and we'll pray before we uh before we get out of here i know this has been uh, a lengthy podcast but i think it was one that's good so let's pray and then we'll let you guys go dear lord we just thank you for another episode uh, we thank you for just another opportunity to encourage uh, your people to encourage those who maybe feel tired uh, to encourage encourage those that maybe want to quit who, who don't necessarily see the finish line god but are trying and believing and trusting in you that they're close that they're close and maybe they're listening to this podcast because they said this is the last thing before i quit i'm gonna try this one more time i'm gonna listen to this if i don't hear anything that's convincing i'm gonna quit lord I ask that you would speak to that heart that you would speak to that person and that you would uh, use your own voice to be confirmation that they're just simply too close to quit and as long as they stick with you and as long as they stay in the fight they're going to reap that harvest of blessing that you said in your word we would reap if we don't give up. Lord, we just pray for each and every person listening to this podcast. We pray for LA, pray for his leadership of Kingdom River Castles. We pray for the cast, pray for the crew, and we pray for each and every person um, that sows into this ministry, Lord. We just thank you for your word. We ask that you would seal it in our hearts. And in your precious and holy name, we ask all these things. Amen. Amen. Listen, guys, thank you so much, so much, so much for your love, your support, for listening to The Huddle. Listen, if this word blessed you, please don't be stingy. Share it with a friend. Tweet it, Instagram it, Facebook it, 
text it however you want to do it um send them the link to this episode if they do not have neither soundcloud or apple music first of all stop clowning us because we're not on spotify we're coming <laughs> we're trying to figure that out right now but in the meantime you can listen to each and every episode on the website at kingdomovercastles.com while you're over there trying to buy your tickets to deception that is on october 15th and the 17th until we meet again guys have a great weekend we love you and we will see you next week peace out peace